0: In January, we're back. (laughs) We're back. We're back, and we have a plan. (laughs) How are you doing today? I'm doing lovely. It's
1: been raining all day long. It has. I've been feeling super cozy. And
0: you didn't go for your hike.
1: I didn't. No, we're going to wait till it's actually,
0: I mean, supposed to be dry the rest of the weekend. So, yeah, it's true. Yeah. Today is the big day of rain. It is the big day of rain. And yes. it's so funny. Other places are getting like snow and stuff. And I kept thinking, well, maybe, maybe, no, we're not going to get snow. It's not going to no. snow. It's not, it's not cold enough here. I know. <laughs> not today. Yeah. Anyway. But That's... it's the season. This is it's the winter season. It is the winter yeah. season. And I just want to apologize in advance as we're recording this, that I have a puppy in the other room who is, um, distressed that she's in the other room so or or upset or spicy about it I don't even know but she will bark periodically so if you hear some weird raspy freaky sound it's not a monster it's a puppy
1: (laughs) it's a puppy and yeah she has a very raspy weird (laughs) bark I've been noticing that I'm like that's a weird I know, sound. I know. It <laughs> is
0: a weird sound. She's a weird little dog. She's a little English bulldog <laughs> that my niece got. And she just uh, looks like a little chunky gargoyle that has a funny-ass voice.
1: <laughs> is she English or
0: French? English. Oh,
1: okay. English so, oh, bulldog.
0: Yeah. It's going to be big one. I, be I don't know. Is the
1: smaller size?
0: Well, she's five months and I she doesn't look that big to me. Okay. But. You know, she's what what is it, six months? They kind of start to level out. Well no, mm-hmm. Ted got a lot bigger after that. I don't I don't freaking know. I I'm not <laughs> I don't know. Dogs grow, then they stop. She's she's getting bigger. We'll just say that. Oh my gosh. Puppies, big deal. I know. I know. We'll do our best here. We'll do our best here, Emily. Yes. We got this. We got this. <laughs> so since it's January and since it's winter, uh, we were just kind of talking about like themes right what what themes could we sort of address in the witchery world and i was thinking maybe it would be cool if every month we did a podcast episode on the zodiac sign that we are in yeah so we're a little late to the game because <laughs> this is this is going out on the 16th so <laughs> we're at the very at the very end of the sign <laughs> The very end of Capricorn, which starts on, I believe, December 21st and goes until January 19th. Yeah, and mine says this 22nd. Oh, interesting. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. Well, this is the thing, right? Depending on yep. where you look, yep. uh, you're going to get a little bit different reading. So uh, usually like a day. There's kind of this yep. day. Because sometimes I see that Scorpio ends on the 22nd of November and sometimes on the 23rd. I, I see that if- with... 'Cause I see that
1: with Libra as well. Cause I'm So you know Veronica well. just
0: pointed at herself. So <laughs> I see that with point at self. <laughs> then use words. Yes. Open your mouth. <laughs> we could just mind the whole podcast, but no one will get it except us. I mean, we'll be laughing. So There'll be like uh, somewhat yeah, rustling sounds and giggles. Right. Use your telepathy to tune in. JK. <laughs>
1: yeah I'm like I'm a cuspy too and like like it they'll be you know for for Libra it'll be like the 22nd or the 23rd -hmm. of of October so yeah
0: yep and my birthday is on the 24th of November so I always felt like oh I'm kind I'm kind of Scorpio but you know what I'm not I'm super Sagittarius except for my angsty self maybe that's a little Scorpio (laughs) there
1: there's a lot Scorpio is deep so. It is. We're deep. not talking about Scorpio, though. We are I not. We're Scorpio. talking about Capricorn. <laughs>
0: okay. Capricorn. Capricorn. <laughs> All right. So, so I have some notes here that I'm going to pull cool. up. Me
1: too. Yeah. But Sweet. you have yours on the computer and I have my written down in my book.
0: <laughs> I know. Well, I was trying to figure out the best way I could um, watch this puppy and do research at the same time mm. and be able to read my research. So I did it on the computer. So yeah. that I wasn't going, what is SI? <laughs> <laughs> nice. Nice. But I started my research just by by writing down first for memory keywords and then looking up some keywords mm-hmm. for Capricorn. What did you do something similar?
1: I did. Okay. Great. Like things that I when I think of Capricorn, like what what you know, what do I what am I thinking of? Because I personally have um Capricorn rising in my chart. Uh-huh. So I, also take a minute to be like you know what does that what does rising a rising sign mean in relationship to the you know a zodiac sign that so this you know you read the synopsis of it and you're like okay I automatically think that they're addressing the sun sign of this yes not not necessarily (laughs) like the influence of like a rising sign or a moon or
0: a planet well what's true is that the energy of Capricorn is the same wherever it shows up. It just affects you differently depending on where it shows up, right? Mm-hmm. So the keywords are still the same, but if it shows up as your rising sign, then you know you're gonna. Those are gonna be the the traits that maybe uh, you are more you associate yourself more with. Whereas if it shows up as like your moon, then that's gonna be more attuned to how you respond when you're feeling feelings. When you're having mm-hmm. a feeling experience, right? Um, cool. So, th- and those are going to be different. Yep, totally, totally. So, um, so for me, when I thought about Capricorn, some of the words that came to mind were achievement mm-hmm. and authority, being responsible, <laughs> um, no nonsense, dependable, mm-hmm. sincere, um, being your best. Is another thing that I think about like striving to be your best Mm -hmm. um anyway what what did you come up
1: with um definitely achievement was Mm -hmm. was like a big one um and uh let me look at my notes uh sincerity um responsible that was the big word that came up for me was responsible um discipline and self-control
0: oh is that because you feel really responsible and you think that's your Capricorn influence in your rising sign
1: <laughs> a little bit <laughs> I know I was like oh my gosh like here's my sense of responsibility that is so overwhelming sometimes <laughs> right <laughs> like I feel like I'm responsible for everything and everybody yes. and every
0: thing <laughs> <Yes>. everything <laughs> yeah 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 so uh when I think about Capricorn, I think about this idea of a goat climbing a mountain, which is really funny because it's actually like a sea goat. Yes, yeah. I
1: read that sea goat. I read that sea goat. And yeah, like... it's like the goat
0: head part with like the tail thing. That's like all that yeah, curled. Like curls up. Yeah. Yeah. It's a very strange have you ever heard of a sea goat? I have not.
1: Mm-mm, that's definitely a fictional character. Is it though? That's what it feels like. <laughs> I mean, I didn't particularly look it up, but I'm pretty sure this is a fictional character. <laughs> yes. Yes, I think it is. Uh, yeah. Um. But- I didn't, I, Yeah, I didn't actually
0: read anything about a seago. Did you read anything about that symbol? Not today. Not, I mean, not like yeah. while I was researching for this, but I've read yeah. about it in the past. And really what I, and I don't retain things very well, folks. So- uh... <laughs> I read a lot, but I don't always recall what I read uh, mm-hmm. past the moment that I read it or past the usage of whatever it was I was learning for that moment. But the thing I do remember, I do feel about Capricorn again, is this goat climbing a mountain. So this like ultra focus on like, mm-hmm. oh, and now the other one's going, <laughs> this is all the dogs, all the dogs, welcome to my kennel. Um <laughs> exactly. God. <laughs> but the ultra focus of like climbing, climbing a mountain and mm-hmm. uh, having sometime, a goal. Is, yeah. Ha- yeah. Having a goal. Having Being a goal.
1: focused. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, a, a lot of the stuff that I saw online um was all about like, a, there was a lot of stuff about um people who are Capricorn signs. So I'm going to say sun signs. Um, are very can can be very work focused and driven to a point that they like the workaholic kicks in because um, they're so focused that they have a hard time like knowing when to stop yeah
0: well and maybe so focused that they miss the journey they're so focused mm-hmm. on the destination it's like head down driving forward looking at my feet but I don't miss all the beauty along the way
1: yeah, totally. And what uh, the one person in my life that I was th- that I am the closest to was my sister who passed who was a Capricorn. And just like reading over this Capricorn, I'm like, Oh, my gosh, she is so classically Capricorn in the work driven. And um even to the degree of like, being stubborn and inflexible. So like, um, yeah, some of the those were some of the the i i'll try to look at the positive and also like the challenges that maybe a capricorn sign um might face and you know typically you see oh yeah these are the you know the 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 traits that are could be like a really positive thing to move forward and then um even the positive things can push you even that sense of like i was talking about responsibility can push you to a point of like being so responsible that you like, for like you said, forget to have fun in the journey and like be present in the moment and, um, yeah, experience other things.
0: <laughs> right. And that, and also that sense of responsibility, right? Because if you have an overly intense sense of responsibility, then you start to feel like there is no fun. It's yeah. just all work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So a couple things about Capricorn also is that um, if you think about the house, the houses. So for anybody who's listening who might not be familiar with astrology, um, there is this wheel. If you picture a circle, and then that circle is divided into four quadrants, and then there's a total of 12 houses. So that means there's three houses in each quadrant. Um, and each quadrant is has a ruling zodiac sign. Now that zodiac sign that's ruling over it at the moment of your birth or this moment right now might not be the zodiac sign that is associated with a given house um, at any given time. So like, for example, Capricorn, 10th house, but at the this moment, you know, Capricorn might not be in the 10th house, but that influence is still there because that is the natural order of the chart.
1: Mm. So
0: when we look at the chart is this making sense veronica Tell me. it is okay yeah good. yeah
1: yeah so i'm like okay well because i think of you know you look at a sign and you think of what aspects rule that sign i mean they have a ruling planet they have i think there's like a a fixed
0: cardinal or there's something else i forget what it is so capricorn has a ruling planet which is saturn yes. and saturn is associated with tasks and rules responsibilities <laughs> Uh, also time, Saturn is also associated with time. And when we look at the um, the chart, the all the different houses, the 10th house is the house of like public image, social status, right? So there's all of this, like, how am I looking to the outside world? I've got to mm-hmm. hold it together and be, you know, follow the rules, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, so that can be a helpful tool as you're looking at Capricorn energy um, to just kind of look at all the pieces of the puzzle.
1: Yeah. And that feels really, since Capricorn is an earth sign, Mm -hmm. it makes sense. Cause when I think of earth, I think of structure, right? um, Yes. And it feels very structured. Yes, totally. (laughs) Yes. Even it's interesting that Saturn, it's like, the 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 planet we think like when you think of Saturn, I mean there's other planets that have rings, you think of rings. So it's yeah. like even that
0: holds you in oh
1: in. interesting you yeah
0: in, you know, yeah. yeah, yeah. And that is interesting. um So what I find really interesting is that this time of year, So we just had a a new moon in Capricorn and I did like a little, a very brief little reel on this over in Instagram and Facebook for Wise Woman Witchery. Um, But so often when we're at this time of year, we we come into the new year, we're like, we have to set our goals. We have to achieve all these things. But yo, it's winter. (laughs) Winter does not feel like the time (laughs) that you want to be setting goals or achieving all the things, right? It's often this time to go inward. So how do you work with those two energies was really the question Mm. that I posed. If we're in winter and you're setting goals and you're like head down, focused, moving forward, what could those goals be about that might be more in alignment with the energy of winter?
1: Yes. I like that. So maybe a little bit more flexibility or something softer.
0: Right. Or I think <laughs> like the reading one... more. <laughs> right. Right. So one of the things I, I mentioned was like, what can you achieve in rest? Mm, oh, nice. Right. I What's like the that. achievement in rest? What, what if the goal becomes, I'm going to listen to my body and do what mm. it guides me to do. Um, versus I'm going to shove my body into this new whole regime that we're going to do. What if I just listen to it and find what feels good? Yeah. Right. Wow. I like that. I
1: like that a lot because, yeah, that makes sense. I mean, so here we are in the Capricorn season, you know, so you're talking about the energy. So you're in this Capricorn season with this feeling of structure. You're in the new year with this, like, let's structure the next year. You know, so you do have, a, there is a lot of energy going towards structure and groundedness, but also yes. like groundedness, we're talking about earth sign, we're talking about the earth mother who is sleeping right now.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: resting. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, I really, I feel like we're holding all these different energies and like how to just be present with yourself mm-hmm. um, in this season. Um and yeah, be be honest and present with yourself. yes, totally. Yeah, yeah. That's, <laughs> that's good. Yeah, Ooh. I'm like looking, do I have anything else here that I haven't said about Capricorn? Oh, Emily, what's the? you know, I I, I know, okay, so Emily has done some formal training in astrology.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, totally.
1: So formal. So, So what is this idea of like cardinal? I read that it like it says modality is cardinal.
0: Do you know what that means? I don't know what modal what it means by modality.
1: Yeah. So this was actually so funny. I use an app, Emily. You might know this. I use the CoStar app.
0: (laughs) Oh, you do.
1: I do. And it said it was a cardinal sign, and I was like. I don't know what that means and I remember reading somewhere that like um there's different modalities and that it said cardinal is it,
0: an association of initiation. It's oh, so, like okay so I just looked this up because you know computers um because yeah. I hadn't heard modalities used it, but oh, okay. I have used I have heard qualities used. Qualities. Oh, okay. Yeah. So anyway uh cardinal signs are um Interesting. Oh, this is interesting. This says cardinal zodiac signs start a season, fixed zodiac signs embody each season fully, and mutable zodiac signs conclude each season and help to transition us into the next one. Oh, huh. so that's that's interesting. Um, yeah. yeah, and that is showing up several times here. Whereas okay. I always think about, um, cardinal as being sort of leading the way which i guess makes sense if you're talking about starting a season um yeah. they're you know cardinals this is also interesting so cardinal science might be referred to as the leaders the trendsetters the idea people mm. of the zodiac okay um when you think about fixed you're thinking more about this kind of stable in between place and then mutable feels a lot more like changeable right okay yeah because the Does other that sense? science
1: it does. It does. The other signs are Taurus and Virgo. So I guess those would be the other. They would be the fixed
0: and mutable. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So Taurus does strike me as uh as a fixed sign. Because <laughs> I always think, think it. Well, I always think about yeah, Taurus is like the bull, right? So it's like yeah. really stable when it's standing still. Yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah, yeah. Um solid yeah. for sure. Yes. Yeah then you then it starts to move and it's like crashing into stuff (laughs) or taurus oh i love love taurus
1: yeah i also i read that um that um capricorns are compatible there's this idea of compatibility with the different signs with all the other earth signs and with water and with water signs
0: because you know water and earth make mud that sounds very compatible (laughs) It does. <laughs> that's so funny.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's interesting that when I read what when I read it, it didn't say anything about fire signs, and I was
0: like, hmm. Earth and Fire." Earth yeah, and that's what my whole chart is mostly. Is it Earth and Fire? Really? Lots of fire and then Earth. Yeah, I'm scorched earth. earth. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yes that's exactly it and no air huh i think that well i have air and water but it's just like okay a little Mm -hmm. it's not it's not a lot yeah um well i mean libra is an air sign and i'm my Mm -hmm. my rising is libra
1: that's why i'm so
0: balanced you know you appear to be (laughs) (laughs) it's all a charade (laughs) telling you i
1: know somewhere somewhere i was reading was rising signs are how you appear to others yeah and some other people say it is like you're like it's the mask that you wear and i'm like whatever like maybe it's a mask maybe it's just how people see whatever you, you know whatever <laughs> that's so funny yeah maybe it's you maybe it's other people maybe it's both <laughs> i don't know
0: <laughs> uh yeah yeah Well, we, and we can talk more, maybe we should do like a, like a whole podcast on, uh, what the different areas mean, you know, Mm -hmm. like if it's your rising sign, what does that mean? If it's your moon sign, what does that mean? What, you know, I mean, you could take in-depth classes on all of this stuff. So this is just like astrology light. (laughs) Heck yeah, it is. Yeah, because I've taken I took that astrology course that I took twice and it was six months each time. Wow. And then I have taken and then I had um Christine Michelle of my tarot lady has has taught for my membership group um astrology several times and I've gone back through my astrology work anyway and I can't retain. I'm telling you. I it's like a lot. It is a lot and it's super layered. So, you know, just when I think I figured it out, uh, it, I either forget because something else comes in and knocks it out or, mm-hmm. <laughs> or a new piece of information comes in and I'm like, Oh, where does this fit? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It's complex. It is. It's yeah. funny. So when I was, I don't know, maybe I've told this story. Did I tell the plane story on this podcast before about studying astrology on the airplane? I don't think so. Okay, I'm just gonna tell this story because it's funny and it has nothing to do with Capricorn, but <laughs> I'll just keep it real. Uh, so <laughs> I had gone back to Florida, i had gone to Florida for a like business retreat, a witchy business retreat—and I was coming back, and I was with my friend Patty, and we were—we uh, had been taking astrology together, and we had astrology homework, so we thought, oh well, we'll just work on this on the plane, right? So you guys don't know, I do not like flying. I do it. I make myself do it. I used to have to take drugs to do it, but I can almost always do it now without the drugs. <laughs> but it's hard. It's not nice. an easy thing for me. So we were flying back and I thought, well, this is good. I'm with a friend, so I'm not flying by myself. It's like I have somebody to like hang out with. We have something to focus on. We had all, an all-male flight crew, which is like super unusual. I've never had an all-male flight crew before. It's, no. You know, but... Um, and one of the flight crew looked like Thor. <laughs> and this is not a lie. <laughs> he was like very handsome man, and he even had an accent and blonde, long blonde hair. And he was so tall that when he was walking down the airplane, like, you know, his like shoulders were taking up the whole area. <laughs> like he was, Yeah, it yeah. was like right next to the little compartments where you put your bags. <laughs> anyway, so we had lovely flight crew. They were actually excellent. All, all three of them who were working the cabin. And uh, as we're sitting there working on this, the one that looks like Thor walks up and he's like, Hey, what you know? What are you guys doing? And like looking at all of our astrology stuff. And he's telling us like his girlfriend totally is into astrology, and that she actually predicted that they were going to meet based on the astrology. And, <laughs> or or he, and or he, and he had heard he was going to meet her because somebody read his chart. Anyway, it was this whole oh, thing. Wow, it was so funny, and also just really kind of exciting to talk to Thor midair. About, Earth, <laughs> about astrology of all things is like wow this is kind of weird and science fiction-y this experience we're having that's actually totally n- normal so anyway it's funny he actually got another flight crew member in on it so pretty soon we've got these two guys who are standing by our seats it's a whole plane full of people but we're all standing there, they're standing awesome. there talking to us about astrology so anyway that's my totally off off capricorn topic astrology story of the day you know what? I love
1: that story. Thank you for sharing it, Emily. I, I, I feel like it's a testament to like, why do, why do people find a lot of people find astrology fascinating? Yes. Um, It feels like just another, like, cool to get to know yourself. Yes. Like, you know, you read it and you're either like, yes, that's totally me. And there's that moment where you're like, oh, I know myself a little bit better. Yeah. Or you're or you read it and you're like, that's bull crap. That has nothing to do with me. And then you're like, <laughs> you know, I don't know about this astrology stuff. Or you're like, I'll look at it tomorrow and maybe it'll be different. <laughs> right? Yeah. 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 I mean, yeah. and that's the thing is when you're looking online, like there are different like there can be different things that they say, oh, well, this means this and you know, this sign means that and, you know, like, you know, yourself and yes. mostly, mostly, mm-hmm. you know, it either resonates with you and you're like, you're a complex person. You're not just this, you
0: know? Well, I think that also just speaks to the fact that you can't just go read your horoscope for your sun sign and expect mm-hmm. it to be the thing that lands because it's so multi-layered. Like you have Mm -hmm. to look at like, well, what house is your sun in and what is your rising sign and where is is your moon and what is it and what are the influences? You know, it's like, there's just so many pieces. You can't just glom onto one. So, Mm -hmm. you know, if you take anything away from this podcast, I would say, know that whatever your sun sign is, that's not all of who you are. And if you've ever been like, well, that doesn't feel like who I am. There's a reason for that. There's a lot of other influences going on. It's not just the one.
1: Yeah, and essentially, wow. I just like to think of like, I I have this like, I don't know if this is a real or not, but it's like a picture of what the sky looked like when I was born. Uh huh. So essentially, I feel like that's where this we're going with this is like you were born at this time on uh-huh. this day in this place. And these are the influences that were happening at that time. It's like taking a picture of the past.
0: Yeah. You know, it's really
1: cool. It's really cool to think about it that way. Like, what did the sky look like? Where were the stars? Where were the planets? How were they like, how was the sun? Where was the moon? Like just all of that coming together. If you believe in, like, you come onto this planet or into this realm for a reason It kind of gives you that kind of uh, like kind of cosmic macro feeling of like, yeah, these are all influences of either maybe who I am or what was going on on the planet or, you know, influences with other people. Um, Yeah, just a
0: picture. Yeah, totally. Totally. So cool. Well, (laughs) there you have it, friends. Capricorn and astrology and, you know, we'll do more next month. It'll be a different sign.
1: (laughs) It'll be a different sign.
0: And the (laughs) wheel turns, the (laughs) wheel turns. So uh, thanks, Veronica. This was fun. And I think it's kind of exciting to think about just sort of touching in on each of these signs as we move through this year Mm -hmm. and noticing what, you know, what comes up as we do it. And if we find different things, that's also going to be interesting because, you know, we all have, even though there's certain associations, we also personally carry around associations like we oh, yeah. Scorpio, you know, and it's like, I talked to so many people are like, oh my God, he's a Scorpio. And I'm like, oh my God, he's a Scorpio. Yeah. Like, <laughs> no, it's always interesting to find out what associations and connotations people hold with a given sign
1: totally yeah. yeah cool and it all in, it's all it's like our perspective too like yes. in a relationship you're like to what I, you're like what i like or what i think is appealing you know yes
0: totally <laughs> totally <laughs> all right oh, thanks Ellie. thank you <laughs> and uh to everyone there at home thanks for tuning in and uh, we will be back at it next week so until then keep it magical hey there friends Emily here from Wise Woman Witchery. If you like what you hear on The Witch Next Door, I invite you to support us. You can do that by rating, reviewing, liking, following, uh, what else, (laughs) whatever else it is that you do on the platform you like to listen to podcasts on by doing these things that actually helps other people find us and in that way helps us spread the magic. So I appreciate you taking the time to do that. And thanks for being a listener. Thank you for joining us on The Witch Next Door. Join us next week as we explore more ways to make every day more magical. Can't wait? Visit wisewomanwitchery.com or follow Wise Woman Witchery on Facebook and Instagram to stay up to date on all current offerings and be a part of the tribe. All episodes are created by Emily Morrison and Veronica Wade Lewis. Music written and performed by Gene Cornelius.